Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Leland Brown. Hello to Alba from Melbourne, Australia. Hello to Braden from McMurray, Pennsylvania, who is eight years old. And hello to Darcy, who is five years old. I'd like to say a happy belated birthday to George from Letchworth in the UK, who turned seven years old on Wednesday, May 25th. A happy belated birthday to Forrest from Manville, Texas, who turned seven on May 28th. A happy belated birthday to Azul from San Diego, California, whose birthday was on May 29th. Happy birthday to Ellie from McMurray, Pennsylvania, who turned six on June 3rd. And happy birthday to Carolina, who will be seven on June 3rd. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. This is a story about an alien named Nia. Nia is traveling to Beta to do some studying, but she really does not want to go. She has made some adjustments to her capsule, and when an alert comes on, she needs to land on Earth. Beeps, her computer, recommends she stay in the capsule, but Nia wants to go and explore. What do you think she might find? Nia visits Earth. Space was cramped inside the egg-shelled capsule but Nia didn't mind. There was just enough room to stand up and stretch, but she spent almost all of her time sitting or sleeping in her reclining chair. Besides, the trip was short, and by her last count, she still had 250,000 cycles left to watch in the show she downloaded before she went on her trip. Her mentor had put into her entertainment system multiple volumes of schoolwork, but that wasn't half as interesting as the shows she was watching. She knew she should be studying, should be preparing for the trip to Beta, but she was so tired from all the preparations and just needed a break. Everyone on her planet, after 10 turns of the sun, went on a journey to a new school that fitted their current interests or skills. Nia was interested in writing stories and painting, but she had stronger skills in science. So her mentor insisted that she travel to Beta to study for five turns there. Nia's friends all got to choose the school that fit their interests, which, like her, were not necessarily their talent. So she was feeling a little out of sorts about the whole trip. 
Nia had just finished her first meal of the current cycle and asked Biebs, her computer, to retract and clean her eating tools so that she could continue watching her show about a group of kids who reprogrammed the nutrition system of their school to only produce desserts. The show was the inspiration for her reprogramming her trip computer to take her on a slightly different course, one that would take just a little bit longer and allow her more time with her shows. Just as she stretched out her seat so she could see her show projected above her, Biebs sent her an alert. Nia, I'm afraid there is a system error in the navigation computer, Biebs said in his more computer-like voice. Personal assistants like Biebs develop a personality to suit those who they are designed to help. But for more important alerts, they revert to a more robotic tone. Uh-oh. Is it serious? She asked. I'm afraid so. Whatever modification you made has caused the system to work at less than optimal levels, draining power from the batteries. If we don't land now and let the system reboot and recharge, we may be adrift until someone can come and retrieve us. Hmm, that doesn't sound so bad. More time to watch my shows, Mia said, stretching out on her chair. Need I remind you what Mater might do if she found out you reprogrammed the navigation system and were late for school? Sitting up straight and now more alert, Nia said, Ah, yes. Beebs, what should we do? I recommend we find a suitable place to land so that we can let the system stop utilizing resources and give it time to recharge, preferably somewhere where we can also gain some power from the sun. Nia started looking for suitable places, hoping to find somewhere faster than Biebs, whose personality she found annoying because he was often right. There is a planet which might be suitable, it is the fourth planet from the sun in the solar system we are passing, Biebs announced. I see it. It's a red planet. But what about the third planet? The atmosphere looks more breathable. As long as I wear my rebreather to filter out all the pollution that seems to be in the air. We are forbidden to land there due to the dangerous nature of the resident species, announced Biebs. Hmm... It can't be that bad, can it? Let's land there anyway. I'll be careful, and besides, I need a little adventure. Confirm override of my instructions, announced Biebs. Confirm. I am plotting a course to the third planet from the sun. I'll select a landing point in the northern hemisphere facing the sun. Nia's capsule changed course and zoomed toward the third planet. As they got closer, Nia brought the planet up on her viewfinder, which could enhance or enlarge what was still a little dot amongst the surrounding stars. Beebs, it's quite beautiful. And it's the same color as my skin. Such a lovely blue. Yes, according to my archives, it may have once been more full of color. But very recently, 
the dominant species have had some trouble protecting its natural beauty. Coming up to our landing approach, best to secure yourself in your seat, announced Biebs. The capsule zoomed across the sky towards its landing point, a mostly deserted island off the eastern coast of a large landmass in the northern hemisphere. I've set us down at the edge of some high vegetation so that we may be covered while still recharging our energy sources. After a short period, Nia said, Biebs, I'd like to go outside. That's not advised, but I would still like to do it. You're not going to listen to me, are you? Said Biebs. We have so much time, almost a full turn in local time. It's too great an opportunity to pass up. Take your rebreather and we'll maintain communications throughout. But at the first sign of trouble, I will be required to send out a distress beacon. You worry too much, Nia replied. Nia put on the standard exploration uniform with a rebreather and opened the capsule door to step outside where she was greeted by a whoosh of cool air. Phoebes, it's amazing out here. The vegetation is so green, the sky blue, with these puffs of white floating high up in the sky. And the air has such a sweet smell. That might be the scent given off by deadly pollutants. I don't think so. I think it's from all the vegetation. And my rebreather is only showing minor irritants. I'm going for a walk. Be careful. What is this thing that I'm walking on? It's so prickly, asked Nia. I think it's a type of grass, and the tall plants are called trees, replied Biebs. The grass makes such a wonderfully crunchy sound as you walk on it. I'm not hurting it, am I? Grass is not sentient and is able to withstand you walking on it. Oh, good. I wouldn't want to step on another creature's head, Nia said, relieved. As Nia continued to walk, she asked, In the grass, the brightly colored plants, what are they called? They are called flowers, of what type is unknown. We have somewhat limited knowledge of this planet. So beautiful and delicate, and they smell so nice. Please be careful, Nia. Nia walked slowly across the field, reaching out with her hands as she walked, touching the flowers and the tall grass. Then she saw a movement in the trees ahead of her. Do you see that, Biebs? Yes, I suggest you return to the capsule. But what if it is the dominant species? This could be first contact. Please return to the capsule. Nia walked slowly towards the group of creatures who were making a great deal of commotion in the trees ahead. Look at them, Biebs. They do look quite strange in a lovely way. Biebs sighed. Getting close to the trees, Nia said, Hello there, my name is Nia, 
and I come from the planet Alpha. I come in peace. Just then, one of the creatures flew down from the top of one of the trees and landed right in front of her. Beebs, we have first contact with the dominant species of the planet. Do you see it? It's all black, with eyes on each side of its head and a long, hard mouth, and it can fly. How wonderful! Hi there, I am Nia. Caw, caw! Beebs, what is it saying? There is no translation for this language in my database. Caw, caw, it said again. Beebs, maybe if I just try to speak in its language, we can learn what it is saying. Caw, caw, Nia said. It's just standing there, turning its head, looking around. Try it again, said Beebs. Caw, caw, Nia said, louder this time. Just then, the black feathered creature launched itself into the air and flew back towards the tree it was perched on before. That certainly was a beautiful creature, but I'm not sure it was that interested in me. Did you record everything, Beebs? Nia asked. I did. Are you ready to come back to the capsule now? Asked Beebs, who, if it wasn't a computer program, might be sweating from worry at this moment. I think I will explore just a bit farther. I'll be careful. No need to send out the distress signal. Yet, finished Beebs. Nia walked farther along the line of tall vegetation called trees. The sounds of this planet are so amazing. The wind and the sound it makes as it hits the trees, the sounds of those black feathered creatures, and the sounds of Nia's feet crunching on the ground. That black feathered creature was not a human, and as such, not one of the dominant species. Well, what was it then? And what is a human? They are called birds. Humans are groundlings and walk on the ground. As far as I know, they cannot fly, replied Beebs. Nia walked a bit further to a clearing where she saw something walking towards her in the distance. Can you see it, Beebs? It must be a human. It's walking on its feet. Please don't go and investigate, Beebs said as Nina walked to investigate. Nia got down on what were her hands and feet to greet the creature as it trotted towards her. Is this a human? asked Nia, searching. Hello there, I am Nia. I come from Alpha. The creature, covered in red fur, was very curious and slowly walked towards her, sniffing the air. It had a long red appendage hanging out of its mouth, which was full of a lot of sharp teeth. Don't worry, little human. I am good. I come in peace. Just then, the furry creature let out a yelp, a noisy, loud, exclamatory sound as it crouched lower on its front legs. Oh, what language is this? Nia thought. Nia tried to imitate. Whoa, whoa, she said. Upon hearing that sound, 
The red-haired creature stopped moving, walked slowly to Nia, gave her a sniff, licked what looked like her nose, and quickly ran off towards the trees. Humans certainly have weird greetings, Nia said, somewhat confused. I suggest you come back to the capsule to disinfect your face. It's hard to tell what might have been in the fluid coming from its mouth. It's okay, Beebs. I wiped it off already, so I should be okay. Did the human expect me to follow it back to its leader, Beebs? I don't think that was a human. According to my database, humans walk mostly upright on two legs, replied Beebs. Then what was it? Obviously, this was some kind of wild animal. You are lucky to be alive. Will you come back to the capsule now? Nia, continuing to walk slowly through the field, away from the capsule, said, I think I would like to explore just a little bit more. It's really quite beautiful here. The green grass and the red soil... You are now out of visual range, which limits my ability to help you. Don't worry, Beebs. You can still track and communicate with me, Nia said unconcerned. Please be careful. Nia walked towards a row of trees, which had a long structure built into it that forced her to step up and climb over. As she came to the other side, she saw another creature in the distance. Beebs, can you see this through my visor? It's a huge creature, easily ten times my weight. It doesn't look threatening. I think I will go to investigate, Nia said with excitement. Nia, please return to the capsule, Beebs said, somewhat alarmed. Approaching, Nia said. And that is the end of this part of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.